Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, welcome in, everybody. Hour number two of the program. Congratulations to Andre for getting some tickets to the ICT Ice Classic on us. Enjoy it. Uh, I know they're excited about that down there, Tommy, as you've heard and kind of had the buzz for. Uh, it's a cool thing that we've seen. We always get hockey down at Interest Bank Arena, of course, with the Thunder. Now a chance for some NHL hockey. Uh, enjoy that, Andre. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. A couple weeks away from that, September 23rd at Interest Bank Arena. It's the Arizona Coyotes and St. Uh, Louis Blues in preseason action. So, uh, yeah, it's it's always fun. Uh, they played a year ago at Interest Bank Arena, getting ready to play again this year. And so we're, uh, we're happy to give away tickets to that matchup. Uh, we do that. We'll give away some other things coming up here in this hour. Uh, okay. Let's get it. Let's continue our football previews. We've sort of bounced around with us the last couple of weeks, and then we get busy, and there's breaking news and all this stuff. So we're, we're making our way through it because the season starts tomorrow, and we've got guests lined up and all kinds of fun stuff. So we did the NFC. Let's go to the AFC here. Let's start uh, with one of the more interesting divisions, the AFC East, Tommy. Um, you know, it's all about, you know, the Aaron Rodgers coming in and this loaded division, and I still have the Bills as the top team. I think until proven otherwise, I think the Jets, the Jets problem is going to be their schedule out of the gate is brutal. And so then it becomes, can they beat the Bills early because it may come down to that? So I'm going to give the Bills a slight nod. I think the interesting thing for me out of the division, I do have the Jets getting in to the playoffs. I've got the Dolphins on the outside looking in, Tommy. Um, I've got them third in the division, not making the playoffs this year. I, I just don't know how to not look at what happened with Tua last year and think that he's going to be able to play a whole season. I don't like their running backs. I mean, their defense is a question, and I love Tyreek Hill this year. Don't get me wrong. And Jalen Waddle's a stud. I just think that the Bills and the Jets are a little bit more complete, and I'm going to give them the nod. And then the AFC just happens to be loaded, so they missed out as I made my way through the postseason teams. I'm going to go a little bit different than you. I think the Jets win the division. I'm all in on Aaron Rodgers. I think that he's rejuvenated. Uh, I think that he is, uh, he's is. he got a, a new burst of energy being with this new team. Uh, and I think that, I mean, clearly they've loaded up to get them to the playoffs and to win that division. And I think that they will. 
nothing against the Bills. I think the Bills are, are still a really good team, and they've been a really good team for a long time in the class of that division. I just think that the improvements that the Jets have made, that's going to get them over the hump, and they're going to win that division. I still have the Bills to make the playoffs, but I think the Jets will win the, the AFC East. It's, it's a good division. It'll be a fun division. I like it. My favorite division in football this year is the AFC North, Tommy. Um, you know, the Bengals are there. They've been the, you know, the pride of the division for a few years now. And then Steelers, Ravens, Browns is how I have it finishing out. You know that I love the Steelers this year. I think the Steelers are a great overachieving opportunity. And people are coming around to that, and I'm starting to hear a lot of that, which makes me a little bit nervous. Like the Steelers beating the Niners in week one is everybody's upset special. And I'm like, man, that, like, don't do this because now it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow up somehow. But, man, I love what they've done offensively around Kenny Pickett. And I think the defense is the defense, and it's Mike Tomlin and T.J. Watt's healthy. And I, I think – I, I still have the Bengals winning the division, but, man, I think the Steelers are going to be pretty good. And then it gets into the Ravens and Browns. That's two potential playoff teams. I, I Again, like I, I, I was surprised at myself when I did that. I don't have the Ravens in, and I don't have the Browns in. Really? I'm not a believer in Deshaun Watson, uh, but, I, but I like everything else they've done with the roster. I, and Lamar Jackson, I think, is going to be in line with one of his better offensive years. I don't know how I didn't get the Ravens in there. But I didn't get the Ravens in there. And, and again, I think this is another one of those divisions, Tommy, where it is not a stretch to imagine any order of finish in this division. Not any of them. All of them are good enough to win the division. Like, it's going to be highly competitive. I think it's going to be incredible to watch. But I only have two of them in, and it's the Bengals and the Steelers. I mean, I do disagree with you a little bit because I, I think that the, the Bengals have proven that it is their division to lose. I don't. I don't see a scenario where. Well, I mean, I'm picking you know, them to win it. Well, I mean, you said that you could see any uh, any could. order of finish, and I, I don't see that. I think the Bengals are going to win the division, and I, I don't think that anybody's going to take it away from them. Now, that being said, after that, I do think that I could see really any finish, but it's got to be the Bengals at number one. I do have the Ravens in as a wild card team. Um, I, I like the Steelers. I think the Steelers are still a year away from legitimately competing to win that division. They might sneak in as a wild card, but I'm not going to bet on that. So I, I've got the Bengals to win the division. I've got the Ravens in the playoffs as a wild card. I'm with you. I don't believe in the Browns. I don't believe in Deshaun Watson. I think they finish last in the division. My order of finish is the Bengals, the Ravens, then the Steelers, just missing out on the playoffs, and then the Browns in last place. Here's the thing with the Browns. Neither of us, but, but like – if Deshaun Watson, who's not an old guy, plays the way he played in Houston before all of this steaming hot mess landed, the Browns are going to be good because the Browns have one of the best running backs in football, a really solid line, you know, a pretty good defense. I love that they brought in Elijah Moore, so I like their weapons. Like, it's all lined up if Deshaun Watson is good for the Browns to be good. Like, but but it's just okay, Deshaun Watson. Like if as I'm looking at the rest of the division, you you were not good last year. You haven't been good now, and and because of some weird circumstances, we haven't seen Deshaun Watson be good in like four years. Like it's been a long time. So I don't know how you bank on that as you're making predictions. But the but the you know in, it's definitely within the range of outcomes. Ravens are the wild card, Tommy. Like don't you think the Ravens? If if Lamar Jackson, because remember they changed offensive coordinators to somebody 
from what I've read, like fits Lamar Jackson's skill set really well. Yeah. Who's got something to prove. They added Zay Flowers. You know, they have Mark Andrews. They finally got J.K. Dobbins healthy here. Like, they have as good a group of weapons as Lamar Jackson has ever Rashad had. Rashad Bateman should be healthy to help out. And Odell out. Beckham Jr. is there. Yep. So, yep. like, I, I, I think that the Ravens are a really interesting team. I don't know what to think about their defense. Like, I, I like honestly, legitimately have no idea what to think of their defense other than it's usually pretty good. And so the Ravens are an interesting team that are sort of like, is there a world where the Ravens are good enough to, like, go to the Super Bowl? And probably there is. But, but there's too many unknowns with so many knowns in the AFC to sit here and, like, try to find that path. But I do think... They could be that good offensively this year, you know, depending on how the Lamar Jackson, you know, fit in the new offense goes. But I don't even have it in the playoffs. That's that's why I love that division. Like, I love that division because it is all over the place. I've always loved the Bengals. I've always loved Joe Burrow. I still have him winning it. But, man, I think that may be the toughest division in football. Uh, AFC South may be the worst division in football. I think it's worse than the NFC South. They have a better team at the top, though, in the Jags, who are clearly a favorite in that division. We've talked about the Titans before. I think that the Titans could surprise us and be much better than they're getting credit for, but I don't in the AFC, I still don't think that's good enough to do much. Uh, and then the Texans and Colts are going to compete for being the worst team in football. So that's that's one of the least exciting divisions to me. Like, meh, meh. Yeah, I mean, I've got the Jags winning the division. Uh, they're the clear favorites. Actually, I've got the Titans missing the playoffs. Uh, oh, I, and I, I feel I feel like that that window is closing quickly, uh, and I, I I have a I have a thought that they I mean yeah they could surprise us. I mean it's a Mike Vrabel coach team, and and usually like they're very well coached and very solid, and and especially like defensive fundamentals and all of that. But as far as the the weapons that they have, I mean yeah they brought in DeAndre Hopkins, but I just don't I don't see a scenario where they in a in a loaded AFC, I don't think they make the playoffs at all. So I think the Jags are the one team from that division that will make the playoffs. Texans and Colts are still a long ways away from making that happen. Uh, I'm taking the Jags and nobody else in the AFC South. Yeah, for sure. Uh, me too. Uh, AFC West, this one is moderately interesting. It It's mostly interesting because do you think the Chargers could compete with the Chiefs in the division? Yes. I mean, they could. I, I, I certainly have the Chiefs winning the division. I have the Chargers into the playoffs, and that's it. Uh, the Chargers are, are kind of like the Ravens to me, Tommy, where it's like, could you could you design a path or imagine a path where they get to the Super Bowl? And I mean, I think the answer is yes. I mean, I think it is. I think Justin Herbert's that kind of quarterback, number one. But, you know, if they could ever stay healthy, like ever stay healthy, then they're going to have a chance because they've got as deep a wide receiving group as there is in football. Quentin Johnston, they took in the first round. I love Quentin Johnston. He's not going to play very much out of the gate and le- until there's an injury, which inevitably there will be with the Chargers. But Allen and Mike Williams and Josh Palmer are going to be ahead of Quentin Johnston. He's their fourth receiver. They took him in the first round. So like they are flipping loaded with Austin Eckler there. And Justin Herbert, like, the sky's the limit with the offense. It's can the defense stay healthy and be be as good as maybe we suspected it could be last year? I don't know. But if they are, that is a really dangerous team. I don't have the Broncos in. I do think they'll be a little bit better. I don't have them in just because I think the AFC is too good. 
Um, and then, you know, the Raiders are ever people say the Raiders may be the worst team in football. I don't buy that either. I don't think the Raiders, as long as if, unless Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt, which he always does, but if he plays most of the games this season, I don't think the Ravens or the Raiders are even close to the worst team of football. Yeah. I don't have the Raiders. I don't have the Broncos making the playoffs. Uh, as far as the chargers, I actually don't have them making the playoffs either. I made the mistake a year ago in picking the chargers to win the division. That was a massive mistake on my part. Um, and I, I'm I'm out on them. And it's not because I don't believe they have talent. I think they do. But the issue with the Chargers is that their talent on paper is always better than the execution of it. Because they like, get That's hurt. the way that it, it – well, exactly. And it's, it's unreal. Their injury history is so ridiculous. On top of that also, I mean, they – especially last year, I remember going through the list of the big names they had on defense – and thinking, wow, like they are loaded. Like the, the premier players they've got defensively, and then really they didn't do a whole lot. And yeah, there were injuries for sure, but I, they, I think that what always happens with the Chargers is that uh, they overpromise and underdeliver, like big time, year after year after year. And so I'm off on them. Uh, not only am I not picking them to win the division, I'm not picking them to make the playoffs at all. I just think that the, the entire conference is uh, you know, so much better and so loaded. Uh, I'm, I'm not willing to stake a claim that they're going to make it to the postseason. For me, with the Chargers, it's kind of like I'll believe it when I see it kind of thing. So I've got the Chiefs to win the division and nobody else from that division making the playoffs. I, look, I get it. I get it with the Chargers. Trust me. As a guy who's married to a Chargers fan, who's less less of a Chargers fan now that they moved out of San Diego, I've watched them closely for a long time, and it's always something, Right. Boy, do I think Justin Herbert is a star, and and it's this weird dynamic for me because I Kellen Moore needed to be out of Dallas as as a Cowboys fan. I'll, like that time had run its course; was it was not working. But I could not think of a better spot for Justin Herbert. Like now, I but but it, this is a better move for everybody. So it's this weird thing where like, all right, get out of Dallas, but yeah, welcome to you know the Chargers because I think it's going to be a great fit, and I do think it's going to be a great fit. It's hard to the, – the AFC is just hard. So my, my AFC yeah. playoff teams, Bills, Jets, Bengals, Steelers, Chiefs, Chargers, Jacks. That's that's who I've got in the postseason for the AFC. And that means which – is, which is what's crazy about it. That means I don't have the Ravens or the Dolphins in, right? Like, it's just like, what? How is that possible? But I just have – that's just the AFC this year. It's just, it's just crazy good. Yeah, my division winners are the Jets, the Bengals, the Jaguars, and the Chiefs. My wild card teams, the Bills, Ravens, and Dolphins. So I do have the Ravens in, and I do have the Dolphins in. You do not. I don't have the Chargers, uh, and and you know that, that's the that's the big difference on on my end. I don't have the Steelers making it either. Um, you know, so I I like that a lot. I think that you've got so many teams that can make an argument to get in. That's what makes that conference so much different than the NFC. Like the NFC conversation is all right. Like at the very bottom in the wild card, like who can sneak their way in and, and be good enough to make it into the playoffs. That's not the conversation in the AFC at all. It's like, who do you leave out? Yeah, oh, For sure. And the other thing that's different about the AFC than the NFC, like in the NFC, I, I mean, for me, it's hard to imagine a path for more than two teams into the Super Bowl, the Niners and the Eagles. Maybe you can make a case for the Cowboys. Maybe I won't make that case. And maybe you could make a case for, well, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Maybe the Vikings, but I don't think they're going to be good enough defensively, as good as I think they will be offensively. 
in the AFC, I think you could see any of the teams go to the Super Bowl, including the Ravens and Dolphins, who I don't even have in. So I've got it at like nine teams in the AFC who are good enough to go to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. That Like, that's what's crazy about the AFC to me and different than the NFC. Like, the NFC, there's a couple of good teams. Like, if, if I took Tommy and we put all the teams in the NFL into one division and you said you got to take the top 14 teams, I'm not sure I'd take more than two out of the NFC, really. Like, I, I don't know that I would take more than Eagles Niners if everything was together. That that's how much better I think the AFC is than the NFC. Well, and I think it shows you too that that conference, it comes down to kind of a battle of attrition, right? Like who's the last one standing? Like to get through the juggernaut, not only of the regular season, but then you get into the playoffs. And if there's a legitimate argument that can be made for a variety of teams, like I think that, like for instance, you know, I've got the Jets winning the AFC East. I've got the Buffalo Bills as a wild card. The Bills as a wild card team. And I think that, you know, like they're one of the favorites to win that conference and to go, you know, to the Super Bowl. Um, so it just shows you how deep that conference is entirely. And so you get into the playoffs and, you know, depending on injuries and, and all of that, I mean, that, that can always play into it. But I think that you've got a you there's an idea that like a variety of different teams could make it all the way. I mean, you you said nine teams in your mind in the in the AFC have a path to the Super Bowl. I don't disagree with you. You know, so that again, it makes it that much more difficult to pick who's going to make it all the way because you can make arguments for a lot of different teams. That path, of course, goes through Kansas City uh, because they're the champs, and we'll see uh, what that means. We'll, we'll get into our postseason predictions in our next segment. Before we do that, let's give something away. Uh, let's let's give away, Jed. Let's do an iced tea and an iced coffee. It was chilly this morning. Like, it was I, – I, I went for my morning walk and kind of regretted not having, like, a hoodie or something. It was a little bit chilly. Uh, so let's do an iced tea and an iced coffee or, or an iced tea and a coffee drink from HTO. Uh, we'll do uh, let's do the first caller right now. So the iced tea is good for HTO, either Wichita location in east or west. Also, it will be good in Derby. Derby's location is opening on the 15th next Friday. Uh, and then we'll give away one brew house option, which is good for all the hot coffee, iced coffee drinks. Uh, I know we have tea in the name there, but the coffee is really, really good. Uh, and that will be available at the east location of Wichita, eventually in Derby. Derby won't open with that. So uh, if you're going to get that brew house option, uh, best bet for a little while is to run over to the east store and get it. So uh, two of those. Here we go. First caller, 869-1240 on the IHOP hotline. Get you a, a beverage there from HTO. We'll come back. We'll get you through our postseason predictions in the NFL. We are less than well we're about 36 hours away from kickoff and i cannot wait for it where do we have the chiefs how can the chief like what where do we have the chiefs i'm curious to see what tommy has to say about that uh we'll have that next on sports daily everybody we're making our way through prediction time for the nfl season here on sports daily congratulations to bart winning some tea and coffee from hto uh enjoy that bart 
We've made our way through divisions, through conferences. Let's go to the postseason. And we, won't, we don't need to give you this round by round. We'll sort of cut to the chase on it, Tommy. We'll start in the NFC. Who's your NFC rep to the Super Bowl this year? Well, I don't see a reason why the Philadelphia Eagles won't repeat as champions of the NFC. Um, I mean, we talked about it in the last segment about how just the, the AFC is loaded and really outside of the Eagles and Niners and the NFC, that's really, that's about it as far as like the teams that we know are dominant and are probably going to be there. There might be another team that surprises everybody and sneaks in there in that conference, but I'm certainly not picking it right now. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm with you. I do, I, I just, what they've been able to do to surround Jalen Hurts with talent to, you know, get better really everywhere. I mean, let's not forget what they did in the draft, bringing in two of the top defensive players in the draft somehow, uh, the two Georgia guys. Like, that. that that's going to, you know, what I don't know how much or whatever, but it'll help their defense at least to some degree. And they were already really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, Devontae Smith is getting better and better. A.J. Brown looked healthy enough. You know, Goddard's a weapon when he's out there. They probably got better in the backfield, don't you think? I know they lost Miles Sanders, but, you know, they've they've added some names there. They've got multiple players. DeAndre Swift is a dynamic player. And Jalen Hurts, it's really down to Jalen Hurts, and they've just done such a good job of surrounding him. And I, I didn't believe Jalen Hurts was going to be this kind of NFL quarterback, but I love Jalen Hurts. And, like, I, I hate the Eagles, so it pains me, but... Like, I root for him so much because of the kind of college player he was and the attitude he brought to it and, you know, the, that same attitude's translating, and I love it. Nick Sirianni is the perfect coach for Philadelphia. He's like, he screams Philadelphia to me. So, yeah, yeah I'm with you. I, I think it's, it's going to be hard for the Eagles not to. The Niners may have something to say about it, and maybe Brock Purdy can be healthy for a full season. But I think there's far more risk in the Niners than there is in the Eagles. So let me pose this question for you. So uh, to you. So of course there's the Niners and there's the Eagles. If you had to pick a team outside of those two to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, who would it be? Hmm. I, I think the correct answer is the Cowboys. The only path for the Cowboys is everything going perfectly. The 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 one reason that I think there's any optimism whatsoever with the Cowboys is because they have a chance to have the best defense in football. And if you have the best defense in football and Dak Prescott's just not as bad as he was a year ago, then I think Brandon Cooks will help. They drafted some young tight ends. Uh, We'll see what Deuce Vaughn can do. I'm not fully confident in Pollard for a full season, but I do think Vaughn is a weapon. So I, I think that's it, probably because you could see the Cowboys having the best defense in football. Um, I, I like the Vikings more than they're getting credit for. But even as much as I like them, man, if they got to play in cold weather, it's like, eh, you know, I don't know. But like in a dome, heck yeah. But but I don't. But not not like the Eagles and Niners. So it's, I, I think the answer is probably the Cowboys because of what that defense could be. Um, but that's that. I, 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 even that I feel like is a pretty long shot. Yeah, you know, I was thinking the Vikings, uh, I think you and I are both higher on them than Vegas is for sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from with the safe choice being the Cowboys outside of those two teams. And I feel like 
the Cowboys have not been, I can't believe I'm saying this, not been talked about enough as far as a potential contender to win that conference. And, I know. you know, I, it's going to be difficult to get, you know, past the Eagles and what they do, especially considering that you're playing them twice in that division. Um, you know, it, it, it's shocking to me that I'm actually saying I feel like the Cowboys aren't being discussed enough um, because usually they're, they're talked about way too often. I do think that defensively that can propel them to have a lot of success. And you're, you're probably going to see, you know, a different look as far as their offense is concerned with Kellen Moore gone. Um, I don't know. I mean, that, that could be a team that could surprise a lot of people. I still don't think they win the division, but I just don't man, have any they faith could, in Mike McCarthy. I mean, they that's, could that's easily, it. they could easily be the highest wild card. And, you know, you could find a way to, and I, I think that this would make a, a lot of sense to have them in the, the NFC championship game. Yeah. I, I, look, I, I'm a Cowboys fan. I just don't have any faith in Mike McCarthy. I don't. I do have faith in that defense, though, in Dan Quinn, and that's that's all, that's sort of what you hang your hat on. I don't. You know, I'm not like Dak's not the end of the world. Dak had a bad year last year, so if he came back and was better, and you know, I don't know about Brandon Cooks, but come on, it, we'll see. I I don't. But the, but the Eagles and the the Eagles and the Niners, no. Um, okay, let's uh, let's talk about the NFC because this is where it will get more interesting. The question becomes, Tommy, for us right here, smack in the middle of Chiefs Kingdom, is can the Chiefs get? you know, to the Super Bowl. I think, yes, I'm putting the Chiefs back in. Yeah. Uh, I know that, you know, that's, bo- but, you know, it's it's not boring because it never happens, right? We don't get repeat Super Bowls. Uh, it's like, it's that, it, it's almost the hot take to have a repeat, even though it's a repeat. Doesn't, doesn't that, doesn't that feel a little bit weird? So let's, let's talk about the Chiefs a little bit, Tommy, and we'll see on Travis Kelsey. Certainly we don't think that's anything like long-term, right? Like we don't, we don't think that, uh, that Travis Kelsey's going to be out for an extended period of time. So we'll assume Kelsey's there. It really, for me, like in this wild and crazy AFC, are the Chiefs good enough? I'll say yes. I think that the Chiefs are sneaking up with something offensively. You know, last year they snuck up and we knew what it was going to be, right? They had to replace Tyreek Hill. I think they're doing it again. Like, I think that, I think we're going to see, and I don't know how to even like quantify this. Is it, you know, four, five different receivers with like 800 yards? I just think that the way they're going to spread the ball around is going to be really, really interesting because they have all these different weapons. I think they're going to throw it more than they have. Like, I think this will, like, if we look back at this year, it'll be the year of Patrick Mahomes' most pass attempts, I think. it's some, Something's happening here with the offense, and we're going to look at it and be like, see, they were doing this. They were planning for this. So I think they can get there. The Chris Jones factor is big. But at some point, Tommy, Chris Jones is going to play for the Chiefs this year, or he won't, like, he has to. So by the postseason, right, you know, they'll have Chris Jones. I, I think I think the Chiefs can do it. But like we said earlier, I think there are nine teams that AFC that could do it yeah. this year. So it's it's going to be tough, and it, it amplifies early games like this against the Lions and the Kelsey injury. Like home field's going to matter. All this stuff matters. How many wins is it going to take to secure home field this year? Is anybody in the AFC capable of winning 15 games this year? I mean, it's it's going to be tough. Well, it's that battle of attrition. Like, you know, we mentioned a, a few minutes ago, I have a really, really hard time 
thinking that the Chiefs are going to be back in the Super Bowl this year. That they very well could be. I yeah. mean, literally. I mean, they've got the talent to do so. And they get you know, the, they're, they're the highest odds and all that. Yeah. They're the defending champions, right? And so, like you know, betting against them is is going to be difficult to do. But man, I like the Bengals, and I've always liked the yeah. Bengals. Um, and you know, assuming that Joe Burrow is fully healthy to start the season, and I think that he's he will be trending to play in Week One. All the weapons they have. This was really difficult for me to to write down. I've got the Bengals to win the AFC. I think we're going to see the Bengals and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. At some point over careers, right, don't you feel like Burrow is the kind of quarterback that's going to win a Super Bowl in his career, right? Yeah, I think so. Justin Herbert feels like a quarterback that's going to win a Super Bowl in his career. Probably even Josh Allen. Like, at some point, that's what's crazy about this conference is you, is you have all of these, you know, amazing quarterbacks in amazing situations. And we know this, right? It's not like the Chiefs win this thing every year. We don't get repeat champions for a reason. Right. So it's not one of those Chiefs of the field kind of a things. I totally could yeah. see the Bengals doing it. Like, like I, I've been on this Bengals team for three years now. I love the Bengals. I think they're great. It's just, for me, I think... I look at it and say, okay, is the Chiefs' offense going to be better or worse than it was a year ago? It's pretty hard for me to imagine, unless this Kelsey thing is something significant, that it's not better, right? Because I like the receivers more. I think they know what they have in the backfield, and the line is essentially the same. I'm, I can't see a path for the offense to not be better. Will the defense be as good or better? That comes down to the draft a little bit. I love their secondary. When was the last time we loved the Chiefs secondary? We feel good about the Chiefs secondary this year. It's can they survive without Chris Jones for however long that's going to be? And does that impact them from potentially having home field? Uh, but their division's going to be tough. I love it. Okay, so you've got Bengals-Eagles. I've got Chiefs-Eagles. Uh, well, that Super Bowl last year, I'll go first here. The Super Bowl last year doesn't give me confidence. I'm still going to give the Chiefs the nod. I've got Chiefs over Eagles again. At some point, we're getting a repeat champion. I, I you know, like it's going to happen. I, I, don't, I don't feel good about it. Like there's not a ton of confidence there, but I'll take the Chiefs over the Eagles in another, you know, rematch type Super Bowl. We haven't seen those in forever either in the NFL. Uh, that's what I'll take, though. I'll take Chiefs over Eagles. And, and 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 we'll fully admit that it's just a little too hard for me to pick the Eagles as a Super Bowl champion here. So there may be a little personal bias in there, but I'll, I'll still take the Chiefs. Yeah, and I just had a really hard time. And I feel like it would be weird if you and I both had the same Super Bowl pick and also the exact same teams as a year ago. So I had to go a little bit different. I think the Bengals can very easily make it to oh, the sure. Super Bowl. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Chiefs make it there again and, and repeat as champion, but I'm going to go Bengals-Eagles, uh, and I think that the Bengals will get their Super Bowl. Um, and, and, you know, like you mentioned, Joe Burrow in his career is probably going to win one, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's this season. They're an incredibly complete team. They were a, um, a late hit away from making it potentially last year. So I'm going to take the Bengals over the Eagles to win the Super Bowl this season. Well, that's how that's how like the, the great thing. And this is why we all love the NFL, because there are so many times you look over. I mean, the Bengals almost beat the Rams. The Chiefs almost lost to the 49ers. 
you know, the Super Bowl last year could have gone a thousand different directions. It was a wild game where players are slipping around and there's calls involved and like all this stuff. So it's this year does feel to me, Tommy, though, like there are more teams in the mix because sometimes I think in the NFL we say, okay, who has a real chance to win a Super Bowl? But then the Eagles surprised it. Like, did anybody think the Eagles were going to do that last year? So, like, that's that's what I'm the most curious about this year. Like, who's that team we're not thinking about that's that team this year, right? Like, at some point, the Bengals had to surprise the world. At some, at some point, the Chiefs had to surprise the world. At some point, the Bills. Is it the Jaguars? Like, does Trevor Lawrence take that next step? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but it will be fun. I cannot wait for the NFL season. It all gets going tomorrow. You'll hear the Chiefs, of course, over on KNSS, uh, looking looking forward to fun. Um, okay, Let's, I do have one uh, more thing, real quick before yeah, we before we wrap up. Uh, I, I do have a pick for an MVP, and I know that we were looking at like individual awards, also potentially. Uh, my pick for MVP this season is Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers wins another MVP with the Jets. Like I mentioned before, you know, he's got kind of this new uh, bounce in his step a little bit, you know, going over to New York and is a little bit more revitalized, I think, with this new change of scenery that he's got. Uh, I don't think the Jets make it to the Super Bowl. I think they, I think they, they, you know, obviously win the division and make the playoffs. That's my pick. Um, but I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers to be the MVP this season. I'm going to let Aaron Rodgers' MVP pick be a little bit of a tease here. Let's do some more awards. I want to do MVP. I want to do Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. I want to do Rookie of the Year. Okay. So let's cram that into the next segment. I like the Rodgers pick. I think that's a bet. That's a good bet to make, by the way, because of the storyline thing. I've said that before. Like, storylines matter for MVP voting sometimes. And, and so I like that as a bet. It's not my pick, though. Maybe a boring pick again. I, I, we'll, we'll come back. We'll talk about our individual awards as we finish previewing the NFL season. Uh, let's see. We can, on the way out, let's do this, Jed. Let's give away some wind surge vouchers uh, as our last giveaway today to the IHOP hotline. Of course, the IHOP hotline brought to you uh, by IHOP and where guests can enjoy four new sweet and savory biscuit options. So 869-1240, first caller, get you some wind surge vouchers as we're getting very close to the end of the wind surge season. We'll do that. We'll come back. Individual awards on Sports Daily, 869-1240. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. Congratulations to Benny for winning our wind surge vouchers. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster here. Uh, it's This mistake of being in too many fantasy leagues is really staring at me in the face now, Tommy, because it's like, oh, my God, I got to go set all these lineups and like this Travis Kelsey thing. It's going to be a... It's going to be a full-time job winning all that money in fantasy football and betting this year. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to keep up with it. I, my kid, one of my kids has a birthday party this, this coming Sunday, and it's like right in the middle of the afternoon. And it's really just like, what? Yeah. We're going to do what? What are we doing here? Oh, good. We're going to. So I. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas. Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. We'll see how that goes. Uh, it's going to be one. I'll be the dad on his phone just like trying to watch football the whole time. Yeah, I, I know that um, when you get into all the multiple fantasy leagues and then betting, uh, like I'm in a survivor pool, so I've got that going on too. Like there's just, there are so many different ways to consume the games. Um, I've oh, got YouTube it. TV for the first time. And so I'm trying to decide if I want to do Sunday Ticket or Red Zone or both of them. Like there's just, there are so many different options. Uh, it, it's going to be wild and crazy every single week. You can, of course, listen to the Chiefs over on KNSS. Excited about that. Chiefs Radio Network. All right, let's get into some individual awards here, Tommy. You teased us with Aaron Rodgers as your MVP, so we'll start with MVP. I, I, I really struggle with this because there's a, there's a lot of players I wanted to put here. Um, I, I think that, you know, if, if I'm looking for the non-favorite, I would go Justin Herbert because I'm just sort of in on that offense this year. And I think there is a storyline that exists that you could – also tie with just some gaudy numbers for Herbert, and that's that they win the division. And in that scenario, you know, I think you could see him winning an MVP. However, I don't think they're going to win the division as much as I love Herbert this year. I think the Chiefs are. And because of what I've been, like, it's just this gut feel that they're going to do something offensively this year and continue to spread the ball around, do all these things. I think Mahomes is going to have the most attempts he's ever had. And for that reason, I think, his numbers are going to be big enough that the not as exciting storyline angle, right? Like the Chiefs will win the division. They'll do these things. And he'll just have such gaudy numbers this year that I'll I'll go ahead and take Mahomes as my MVP. Don't love it. You know, not good enough odds for me to bet it because he's the favorite or anything like that. Uh, but that's what I'll pick just because I, I I've had this feeling on that offense for a little while. Again, we'll, of course, have to see with Kelsey. If it's not the obvious, I think I would go Herbert. I do think Aaron Rodgers is a good bet because he presents a really nice storyline to the award. Uh, guys like Jalen Hurts, when they run, present a little bit too much of a, an injury risk for me to want to bet that. Uh, but he could obviously get it, certainly, if he stayed healthy. for He probably would have got it last year if he didn't get hurt. So there are plenty of options. Any non-quarterbacks you think have any shot at this thing this year? Tyree Kill said he's my, he's going to catch for 2,000 yards. I mean, I think that would enter him into the conversation. Outside of that, I probably would say no. I mean, Justin Jefferson is probably on the radar, depending on what kind of year he has uh, to be considered for that. Christian McCaffrey, uh, yeah, I, I feel like, Christian you know, McCaffrey for, would be interesting. for the first time in a, in a while, I feel like there's not a ton of conversation about Christian McCaffrey. And I don't know if it's because he's settled into the new role with the 49ers or not. Um, so that could be a, a good pick as a non-quarterback. Uh, probably those two and maybe Tyreek would be about the only ones that I would consider potentially uh, as a non-quarterback representative for an MVP. All right, let's go to rookie of the year. Um, this one I also struggled with because I really wanted to say Jordan Addison, but the opportunity is too large for... Bijan Robinson to me to not go Bijan Robinson. I just think that, you know, I think Gibbs might be interesting, but again, Gibbs is going to share it more, I think, than Bijan Robinson will have to share it. If the the Falcons 
They may not even want to, but if Bijan Robinson's the kind of player we all think he is, because we all liked him coming out of Texas, right? Then I just think it's going to like naturally lend itself to him being that. I I like Jordan Addison to have a chance because I again I think the Vikings' offense is going to be really really good, and I think that he's going to end up being their second option. I don't think it's Hawkinson. I think it's I think it's Addison. So uh, I almost went Addison, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make the safe boring play here again with Bijan Robinson. I, honestly, I'm going to go quarterback, and I'm going to go Anthony Richardson as my rookie of the year. Yeah, um, he's, he, I, he might be the betting favorite. I've said it before that you know I feel like he's got the opportunity to be the most successful in his rookie year out of the no three question. rookie yep. quarterbacks beyond Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I think they're going to the Colts are going to have to lean on Richardson a lot, lean on his legs a lot. He may not be a great thrower this season, but he's going to be that dual threat guy, and really. You know, it doesn't look like Jonathan Taylor, you know, he's going to be out at least for a while. And then when he does come back, is he going to play for the Colts? I have no idea. So really the only given offensively for the Colts is Anthony Richardson. If he can stay healthy, I think he's going to put up the numbers to be the rookie of the year. Uh, that That's kind of my guess. Um, I'd like to be John Robinson pick. I mean, they're going to put the world on his shoulders in Atlanta as the future, you know, of that franchise offensively. I think it's going to be Richardson. Richardson might be a safer pick than Bijan because they do have Algier there um, and and the Colts really don't have a choice but to let Richardson run wild. And I don't know that I think Richardson's going to be better than Stroud or Young. I I don't think, I I don't know, honestly. And maybe not long term. I mean, I think that Bryce Young. But he's going to have the most opportunity this year. Yeah, I think that both of them have the potential to be a better long-term quarterback than Anthony Richardson. I just think in year one, because of what the Colts are going to be expecting of Richardson, I think he's going to put up the numbers to be the rookie of the year this year. All right, defensive player of the year. This is an interesting one. Um, I don't even know who the betting favorite is. I haven't looked at this. I think, you know, it's it's kind of based on what we were talking about with the Cowboys earlier. I'm going to go Micah Parsons. Like, we've, we've sort of waited for him to take that next step. And again, if the Cowboys want to do anything, he's going to have to do it. So I'll go Parsons. T.J. Watt's in recent injury history gives me a little bit of pause, uh, but he is back healthy. But I'll give the slight nod to Micah Parsons. Honestly, that's the one area that you and I have the same pick. I picked Micah Parsons One as well. thing in all the predictions we've done, yeah. And the reason for that, you mentioned T.J. Watt and, and the injury. Also, look at Nick Bosa, who's holding out due to a contract yeah. issue. So you've got Nick Bosa, and then, you know, I don't think Chris Jones was probably going to be, you know, necessarily considered as a favorite to win the de- the defensive player of the year. But both of those guys, Jones and Bosa, are holding out. Yeah. Uh, and so who knows how long that's going to take for both of them. I think Micah Parsons is the safe pick and probably will end up being the defensive player of the year. Well, and the hard thing is, like, defensive backs, you got to lean too much on interceptions, which are so unpredictable, right? And it's not the true indicator. Sacks are the easiest thing to quantify defensively. Uh, Mike Parsons has, and I agree with you. I, I will say, if Chris Jones were to play all the games in a contract year, yeah, I'd like his chances, uh, but not not if he misses games. I mean, that's the big thing is you got to pile up the sack. So uh, we're in agreement there. Finally, on the last thing that we pick, we found something that we are uh, on the same page with. We were on the same page with a lot of our a lot of our division winners and things like that. Uh, that's it. The NFL season is here. We've got Chiefs tomorrow night. I cannot believe it. I cannot wait for it. Let's go. Let's get to this thing. Let's get it rolling uh, so that we can all just like overreact every second 
uh, of everything that happens in the NFL. Of course, we'll keep you apprised of Travis Kelsey news as it comes in, probably all the way up until game time tomorrow. Like, I don't think anything's coming out today where we're like, oh, that, yeah, that tells us one way or the other. They're going to list him as questionable, or they're going to list him as doubtful, and we'll just have to see. Before, it'll be one of those things before the game. It's like, is Travis Kelsey out there running routes, or is he in street clothes? Uh, and that's probably when we're going to find that. But, man, it's the Lions. Here we go. We'll talk to Chelsea Messenger tomorrow from all the betting angles. I'm curious to know what she thinks about that line going down so much to four and a half. We'll have that for you tomorrow. We'll come back. We'll tell you what's on tap the rest of the day here on the network as we wrap up a Tuesday. What, what, what day is it? Wednesday edition of Sports Daily. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.